This is Walk to Wealth, Episode 7. My name is John Mendez, and I am your host. Welcome to Walk to Wealth, where I motivate and inspire people new to the world of personal finance by letting you all in behind the scenes of someone who's still on his way. Welcome, guys, to episode seven of the Walk to Wealth podcast. For all my new listeners, thank you for taking the time to check out this podcast. You're in for a treat. And for all my continuous listeners and my day one fans, thank you guys for continuously showing up and supporting all the time. Uh, In today's episode, we're going to be going over banking, pretty much who I bank with, why I bank with them, how to pick out a good bank, where I go to to find my information, pretty much all things for the most part banking so you can make a smart financial decision and pick out a good financial institution to bank with. Where you keep your money and where you spend your money are big factors that determine if you'll be able to achieve wealth and sustain wealth. In today's episode, we're going to be covering mainly the first part, which is where do you keep your money? Now, most people are currently banking with a bank because their friend or their family has it. They didn't do any homework or anything. They just signed up and opened up an account. And some of the large financial institutions, such as uh, BOA, Wells Fargo's, aren't always the best. No, they might be the most convenient just because they have branches everywhere that you can walk into. But there's many other places that you can do business with, with both local and national companies. And I'm going to help you guys know what you should look for and what you should stay away from when choosing a bank. First things first, there are three main types of financial institutions that you can choose from. We have traditional banks, which is what most people are familiar with, credit unions, and online banks. So traditionals are the most common and typically the largest. The number one benefit is the size of their portfolio, right? They tend to offer both checking accounts, savings accounts, credit cards, loans, etc., uh, kind of like a one-stop shop for all your you know, your banking needs. And they usually offer more personal service, and they most likely have the most branches out of the three. Credit unions are the second type of institution. Credit unions are member-owned and nonprofits. So when the union does well, so do their members, right? They usually give lower interest rates on loans and pay higher interest on savings and checking accounts which is a plus. The union members also get voting privileges that determine who makes the decision on how the money is used. Credit unions tend to offer better customer service and plus they still have in-person branches. Online banks are newer to the game, but they tend to have the most user-friendly online experience. They tend to offer the highest interest rates over the other types of institutions and they also have the least amount of fees typically. They're also my personal favorite, which gives them another plus. One thing that you have to keep in mind is that you can bank with multiple banking institutions. I personally have three. And so here are a few quick tips to help you make your decision when picking out a bank to choose. Make sure that your money is secured. No matter which institution you end up choosing, you want to make sure that it is insured by the FDIC or the NCUA. These companies protect your money up to 250k per account 
And if your bank in, or institution fails, you pretty much can rest assured that your money up to 250000 will not be lost. Research to see if your bank has been breached within the past 10 years. In this digital age, you need to not only secure your money, but secure your data as well. You want to assess your cash needs. If you're someone that takes out cash pretty regularly, you want to make sure that you keep that in mind. And whichever place you end up banking with, you want to make sure that they have a large amount of ATMs in their networks. And if you're banking with an online bank or something like that, you want to make sure that they either don't have ATM fees or that they have like reimbursements for ATM fees. You want to compare rates and fees. For the most part, most banks want your business. So you should look for checkings and savings accounts that have the highest interest rates. You want to make sure that you find a bank that doesn't charge you monthly fees for maintenance, overdraft fees, ATM fees, or any excess fees that you don't need to pay. Make the bank suit your needs. Instead of having to open a new account for everything, try to find a bank that lets you have a sub-account within for things such as vacations, emergency reserves, savings, etc. So the last tip that I'm going to give you guys um, is to go on bankrate.com to find your info. I used Bankrate so much when I first started off. I still use them now whenever I need to research which new credit card I want to get. When I first started off, I was pretty much spending hours a day on their websites. Uh, Bankrate is a reliable website. They allow you to compare different checkings and savings accounts, best banks, money market accounts. They offer banking advice as well and reviews on a ton of different banking institutions. Now that you guys kind of got an idea as to what are the main types of banking institutions, what you should look for in banks, and where to find some information, we're going to be going over my banking setup. And it took me a bunch of research and a bunch of reading to find my setup, but I strongly believe that I found like my home on the first try. What really got me into learning more about banking is the book, I Will Teach You to Be Rich. And I mentioned a bunch so far here on this podcast, but that book pretty much recommended me a bunch of different banks to choose from. And both the banks, well, two out of the three banks that I chose, I believe were recommended on that book. So let's hop back into the time machine. We're in the summer of 2019. I graduated high school and I was getting ready to start college. My uncle thought it was a good idea that I open a check-ins account so that way if I'm ever at school and I'm kind of struggling because, you know, time gets hard when you're, when you're a freshman in college and you don't have a job. Um, that would be a good idea. That way I can have my own debit card. And also if worse comes to worse and I get a little hungry on campus, they could send me some money. So pretty much everyone in my family uses Bank of America. Or at least everyone in my family that, that I know uses Bank of America. And since this, this was before, you know, I became like, I guess you could say, savvy in the world of personal finance i just went with it um i didn't do any research of it um everyone's heard of bank of america it's one of the biggest banks if not the biggest bank i believe in the u.s um they're virtually pretty much everywhere they have i think three or four branches in my city maybe they might have more um and it's easy to use it didn't have any maintenance fees and so i stayed them for stayed with them for quite a bit of time now, fast forward a little bit to December of 2020. This is when I started reading. And uh, 
as I just mentioned, I Will Teach You to Be Rich um, by Ramit Sethi. Um, that book really taught me a lot. And if you haven't started reading it yet, you know, go to Amazon or go on Audible and start reading that book. You know, there's so many gems in it. I started doing a lot of my own research and I ended up deciding to open up a checks account with Charles Schwab. Now, the process was a little odd because um, I had to open up a brokerage account and then the checking account came with it for free. I didn't pay for either of them, but it was just weird how I had to go about opening up an account with them. Just a quick disclaimer, you do not have to use the brokerage account ever. Um, There's no fees for having the brokerage account and they're not going to close it just because you never use it. Um, but it is a little bit of a prerequisite to getting the checkings account. Now, here's why I love banking with them. First and foremost, one of the main reasons that I love banking with Charles Schwab is the name alone. The name was enough to get me interested. And whenever someone asks me, uh, who do I bank with? I have the privilege to tell them that I bank with Charles Schwab. Like, did, you, did you catch that? Charles Schwab. Just like I, I just like how it sounds, you know. I feel super sophisticated saying it. I feel like I'm I'm super wealthy, and it's kind of like a little bit of a flex factor, because um, most people my age don't really know about banks like that. So when I get to say Charles Schwab, and they look at me like I have the end on some secret society or something like that, just because I bank with Charles Schwab, it's it's a little bit of a flex factor. It's also a fully online bank which may be a turnoff to some people. But for me personally, I don't mind. And actually, I prefer online banks. Um, Their customer service is super excellent. I never had any bad experiences uh, with them at all. There are no monthly maintenance fees. They also reimburse you for all ATM fees that you incur at the end of the month. Banking with Charles Schwab, I honestly feel has been one of the best decisions that I made. They also offer, as I said, brokerage services. I do have a Charles Schwab ETF, but I have that within a separate brokerage account. Um, But that's not the point of today's episode. One of the features for Charles Schwab that I did forget to mention is that when you ever, whenever you call customer service, there's this little feature that they have where they have you repeat a sentence. And so when you repeat that sentence, they have like a voice recognition. And whenever you're calling, it's hard. It's almost impossible for someone to try to get into your account unless they have a recording of your voice, of you saying the specific phrase that they asked for. And they're also integrated with Zelle. And if you're into trading, they also have a bunch of market data that you can look into. And you can also trade directly off the, the mobile app. The next account that I opened was a savings account with Ally Bank. And, and that's another online bank. And to be honest, I feel like Ally Bank may be the ba- the best banking institution that um that's that's on the market right now. It's an online bank, and they're uh, high interest savings accounts. Um, the interest rates is always changing depending on wherever we are with the economy. So I'm not going to tell you what exactly it is because it may change. Now I really love Ally Bank because they have a bunch of features that make. You know, personal finance and banking, super easy and fun. One of the features that they have is called uh, your growth breakdown. And it pretty much shows you 
how much your savings account has been growing within the past couple of months. My favorite feature personally, though, is their buckets feature. So this feature is super important because um, instead of having to open up different accounts for different things, like having a tax account and having a savings account and having a vacation account, you can pretty much open one savings account with Ally Bank. And then within that one account, you get to open up these buckets and you get to name them as well. And within the buckets, you can also add a goal to that bucket. And when you add the goal, it helps you to make a specific target amount and a specific target date. That way you can know how much you need to save and it can help keep you on track. Also, within each individual buckets, they have these things called boosters. And one of them is recurring transfers. So you can automatically set up for money to go into those accounts. Another one is called roundups. So what they'll do is that they'll track your checkings accounts for you. And whenever they can round up something, they'll transfer the money to your savings account. The last feature is called surprise savings. And what they do is that they analyze your checkings account that you add. And then they transfer your money when they think it could be working harder in your savings. So they have a lot of things to help you save money and take the pressure off of you so you're not constantly worrying. It's kind of you can like set it and forget it and use a bunch of other features to make saving money a lot more fun and a lot easier. Ally Bank also has an integration with Zelle as well, so keep that in mind. The last bank account that I have is a checkings account with um, Chase. It's a student checkings account, and the reason that I got it is a little bit complicated. So the bank account that I had with Bank of America, I closed that one down. But because I still worked at a restaurant, I have to deposit a lot of cash. And both Charles Schwab and Ally Bank are online banks. So I needed another bank that was a brick and mortar bank that I could get into and deposit cash. So around, I believe, April or May, I decided to open up a checkings account with Chase. And this is because mainly I was into, I was really getting into the the points and miles game. And with Chase, they like to see that you have multiple accounts with them. So whether it's a checkings account, a credit card, or whatever, they like to see that you have a relationship with Chase. And I know I wanted to get into getting more credit cards with Chase. I also was already denied for one card with Chase at that time. So I thought that a great way to start building my relationship with Chase would be to open up a checkings account with them. And so the student checkings account is a no annual fee checkings account. And I also got a Disney debit card with them. So I pretty, I think I get discounts and stuff like that when I go to Disney World. I haven't gotten to use them yet, but I do, I do have it. Um, the best thing personally for me is I get to go into a place and talk to people. All in all, when choosing your banking system, you want to make sure that you choose something that fits your needs, it's efficient and easy to use for you, and it doesn't charge you a massive amount of monthly fees, and doesn't force you to keep excess money in there just to offset those fees. You don't have to get three different bank accounts at three different um, companies or slash institutions like I have. That just works well for me, and it helps to keep me disciplined. It is also very common to just get multiple accounts within one institution. It's super convenient. It saves you a lot of time and you don't. it's a lot less to keep up with. But it's all up to you and to what you like. 
as I said, the banks that I do bank with are very reputable, incredible institutions, and I chose them each for particular reasons. Schwab was more so for the customer service and for the the flex factor a little bit. Um, Ally Bank was for the savings rates and the different features that they had to save. And Chase was more so so I could just deposit cash and establish another relationship while I work on establishing myself in a points and miles game. And so this system works for me. We need to find what works for you. And as I said, the best resource to find information on different bank accounts or which one you may be interested in looking into, for me, at least was bankrate.com. That website was amazing. Um, That and YouTube. Uh, just YouTube it. And from there, once you get a system, don't tamper with it too much. Establish a, a relationship with these banks that's going to be long lasting because it always is more worthwhile in the end. Plus, it's a lot less to deal with if you keep closing and opening up new accounts. So make sure you try to just pick a pretty decent bank when you first start off and just stick with them. And in the future, if something goes left, you can always change. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. Again, I am your host, John Mendez. You can find me at John Mendez underscore Realtor and at Walk to Wealth on Instagram. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review if you're loving the podcast so far. New episodes are released every Sunday. Look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Take care.